Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. You know those big, giant coffee urns that you see in restaurants? The kind that are usually large and silver and then have the little spout at the bottom and you put the coffee grounds up in the top and it's, you fill it up with water and plug it in and then it brews with that percolator effect. Um, those coffee urns, you know, we use them at lots, you know, when I was younger, lots of family gatherings and sometimes when someone would make the coffee and I'm not going to say who, but they'd make a terrible batch of that coffee. And it's like, oh my gosh, that whole huge thing is filled with that nasty flavor of coffee. And it just takes forever to drain it out because it's too hot. So you don't want to lift it up. It'd be dangerous. It's full of hot, nasty liquid coffee. Anyway, well, I had an idea. We're going to start to make bad batches of coffee with some of my uh, leadership podcasts. We're going to fill that thing up with bad behaviors that leaders do to mess things up. Because sometimes you do need a bad batch of coffee to remind you of just how a really good cup of coffee is supposed to taste. And this will undoubtedly be the first of many parts in the coming months. As we drain this big old urn of the bad stuff to the last drop and hopefully get rid of some of that stale coffee out of our behaviors once and for all. All right, so here's our first five in no particular order stale sips. All right, first one, first sip leading with ego. You cannot be a good leader and be completely ego driven. If your rise to the top was because you were trying to fulfill some kind of empty goal inside of yourself and you were stepping on people's backs to get there and you just wanted the power of it all to be at the top, to call the shots, that's ego. And that is not a good reason to be a leader. And it's not the right way to be a leader. Being a leader means putting your people first. And often ego goes, you know, correlates with arrogance and pride and all the other gross things that happen that make them a very ineffective and bad leader because when decisions get made, if it's all made with ego, then they're not doing things for the right reasons for the business, for their teams, and for their people. And often this can lead to a lot of territorial behavior with their peers or orchestrating, you know, building empires, etc. So leading with ego is definitely a stale sip. Next stale sip, conflict avoidance. People who are conflict avoidant should not be leaders. Now, I know nobody likes conflict. It's not fun. I know there are people who are argumentative, but I would also argue that that's not being conflict, that they enjoy it. I'm talking about when something is going wrong, when something is happening, when someone says something in a meeting and it does not sit well with you, I'm talking about the people who just avoid it altogether. They don't address situations head on. They don't pull up a chair, get a seat at the table or a Zoom table, and just talk through things like, I don't know, two adults should talk to, talk to each other about. 
People who are leaders cannot be conflict avoidant. They've got to solve problems head on. They've got to make sure that, you know, they're direct. They've got to deal with things and then move on. So that is another very bad, stale sip. Third one, when leaders reorganize their organizational structures to solve people problems. I can't tell you how many times I've seen this in my career and it is so maddening. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where it is, it is a good idea to reorganize your business structure, your business model based on your business, based on evolution of the business, the marketplace, and wh- how things need to be set up in order to run more efficiently, whether that's because cleaner processes, simple, simplification, et cetera. But more often than not, I've watched and I've been a part of many teams that move boxes around on an org chart thinking it's going to solve all of the problems when they're really problems with the people. It's the same people in the boxes, guys. Stop moving around the boxes and fix the people problems. Get them in a room. Talk about process. Talk about the issues. Talk about leadership gaps. All of those things. But stop moving things around thinking you're going to have a better outcome. And then you're surprised when that crap is still the same and bad things are still happening. So stop reorganizing organizational structures to solve people problems. Ugh, really bitter stale sip. All right, fourth stale, stale sip is when leaders don't put people before profit. And I know that sounds weird because without profit, you don't have a business. But without people, you don't have a business. And they're the ones who are the productive ones that make the profit. How people don't get this is beyond me. And what's worse is it's not hard to do. It's about, it's about helping your people feel valued, help them feel appreciated, bring them in on the journey, help them to have a voice, listen to their ideas. Wouldn't you like a leader like that? So then how come we don't lead people like that? If you don't have people who are there and feeling all of those things, you are not going to have good business decisions, innovation, any of it. And therefore, you're not going to have profit. And sometimes what these same people do is because they weren't putting people first or they weren't making leadership a priority, um, then suddenly they're rock stars and the people that they do need are walking out the door. And then it's like too little, too late. You didn't value me while you were here. Why are you trying to like counter offer? Why are you trying to like save me when I'm walking out the door? That's, that's crazy. You should never have to counter anything. You should never have to go and say, oh, but I can give you this and I'll give you this and I'll promise you the moon. To me, if you feel like you're in that situation, that means you weren't doing a good job as a leader to begin with. Think about that. Some serious stale sip going on there. And the fifth stale sip, leaders who lead from a place of just insecurity. I know I've said in my other podcasts, you cannot be an effective leader if you are an insecure person. If you're insecure about yourself, your self-worth, what you bring to the table, insecure about your leadership, your team, your work, any of it. You can't do it because here's why. An insecure leader has no trust of their teams, so they're not going to trust their teams to do anything, make decisions, do the work, delegate. An insecure leader is going to get territorial with other leaders. They're going to fight. There's going to be conflict. They're going to try to keep things close to them, to the vest. They're trying to keep everything in a vacuum or silo. And that is not going to help the business or, or the teams or anybody. It's going to just create more havoc and conflict. Insecure leaders feel like they have to put their stamp of approval on everything. They have to see everything. They have to see everything because they 
they have to be a part of that. And often insecure leaders take the credit for all their team's work too, because they're so insecure. They don't, they don't get that by leading that team and your team doing well, that of course that's going to reflect well on you. You don't have to take somebody something else and change the name on it and submit it as your own work. Frankly, that's disgusting. It lacks integrity, but it all comes from a place of being extremely insecure. You got to fix that because that is some serious stale coffee right there. There you have it. That was just the first five stale sips of this bad batch of behaviors that leaders do to really mess themselves up, their teams, their workplace, and their businesses. And sadly, this is just the beginning. This is part one. So tune in for part two coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we'll drain more of that nasty stale coffee urn to the last drop. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leadersips on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.